Good evening, church. Welcome to Bible study tonight. We give God praise and we give God all the glory for his protection, for his provisions and his guidance over our lives. And this beautiful privilege we have to meet again sharing the word of the Lord. Um, tonight, we'll go in earnest to the word of the Lord in the study of God's word. We begun our series on prayers and we're continuing tonight as we pray and look at the word of God. But before we start out tonight, I want us to have a word of prayer together. Precious Father, We thank you for the privilege we have again to come before your word and gather together as your children to listen to your voice. Lord, open our ears to hear, our eyes to see, and our hearts to perceive your truth. Let the spirit of grace and supplication come on us, O God. Lord, we know it's already in us. May we yield at this time. May we yield and defer at this time to the Holy Spirit. Thank you, O God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, tonight, I would like to take off or take off from where we left off. Um, um, but I want to retreat a few points um, of the purpose of this teaching. The purpose of this teaching is not to show us the technicalities of prayers. I'm not, though the Lord might reveal some things to us, but the purpose is not to tell us what, what is deisis, what is the Greek word, the Hebrew word for intercession, for prayers. The purpose is to reveal to us what it means to pray from the word and help us pray. And so tonight, I want to trust God to help us. And as I go on, 
I want us to begin to appreciate the importance of prayer um, to the faith and what we are supposed to focus on. You know, you're going to pardon if you're hearing any humming sound. I'm taking this teaching from the car. Um, but just um, pay attention to my voice. You know, where where um, I um, I was speaking to Rarotimi and the leaders earlier on about our need to pray. And I was asking for what it would take for us to come to a place to pray. Um, we will trust God to guide us along those lines. But prayer is essential for the church. Without prayer, we can't we can't do anything that will have eternal purpose. the kingdom of God is established and will be strengthened when we pray. You know, somebody said, and I heard it said, you know, some people keep saying that it's not only about prayer, um, that there are many things we can do outside prayer to get things to, to work well. That can be true in the world, but that can never be true for the church. And I see in my generation that people are, are sometimes, as it were, ashamed to pray. And those who are bold to pray, sometimes they pray amiss. Now, the danger of praying. Or the beauty of praying is that God answers. But the danger is man can actually pray amiss. But as long as we, we set our hearts for the purpose of God, we can never pray amiss. You know, he said, you, James Wright, he says, you pray and you have not. You ask and you receive not because you are not praying and asking by the will of God. You are praying and asking for your own loss. Any prayer targeted at self, my enemy, my household, by future, my any prayer targeted at, at primarily benefiting you outside the charter of God can be unfruitful. 
He says, why is your prayers not heard? Because your prayer means you are praying. What does it mean to pray? He said, when you pray to consume on your own lust. Now, lust is a key word. Loss arises when we ignore God, we ignore the word. All we want is just ourselves. When the church engages in prayer for self alone, chances are that they could be praying and missing the mark. But prayer is very fundamental. That's what Jesus Christ said. My house shall be called the house of prayer for all nations. And was quoting the account of King Solomon when the temple was dedicated. And God said, I will put my name in this building. Now, there was a particular building God was talking about referring to. And that was the, the, the temple of Solomon. That anyone that comes to this house to pray, even if the heavens are closed, it shall be opened. If anyone will come to this house, to this temple to pray and has difficulties, when he cries to me in this temple, I would hear. So God put his name in that building. Now, historically, we know that that building was destroyed at least twice. By the Babylonians and by the Romans. But in the time of our Lord, he made a categorical statement. He came to the temple where God the Father had made a pronouncement and and as and as clearly defined the functionality of his house, what the house should be used for. You see, church, the house of God is on the place of show, of showmanship. It's not a place where talents are haunted. It's not a place where politicians are groomed. It's a place where captains of industries network. It's only a place where marriages are sorted out. It's only a place where anything else should be done. God made a categorical statement of what his house, or the purpose of the building is for. So I put my name in this temple 
such that anyone that calls to me in prayer shall be heard. So it's clear. But you know, to us right now in modern times, is 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 when prayer takes one hour in church, you know, we start getting uncomfortable that hey, 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 something's wrong here. Why are they praying too much? But the reason we we think that way is because of what what we have grown up to see and meet. Now, let me announce to us tonight that the purpose of the church is prayer. And anyone that prays the word of God will come out thorough in every other aspect of life. Let me repeat. Any church, anyone that prays the will of God based on the word of God that, that says, Father, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Anyone that prays in that manner, guaranteed, every other aspect of his life will be fixed. It should be an aberration. We should feel checked. We should feel uncomfortable when the church isn't praying the way it should. And how should the church pray the way they should? Jesus gave a parable in Luke 18.1. And he said, men, the word men there is not male, it's generic. Men always ought to pray and not to faint. But let me come back tonight again to the concept of this house. God said in the Old Testament, I'll put my name in this house. And Jesus said in the New Testament, as it was being established by the Father, he came into the temple and said, and, 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 and notice what he did. He took a whip. He took a whip. Now for Jesus to take a whip. Can we turn our Bibles tonight to Matthew 21? Matthew 21. Thank you, Lord. Um... Verse 12. Verse 12. Uh, 
let's just read verse 12 and 13. And Jesus went into the temple of God, the same temple that God says, I will put my name in, and cast out. Now, to, to cast out doesn't mean to, to appeal to them to leave. If you read other accounts of this story, the Bible says he, he whipped a cord. You see, if Jesus were, were on earth today, there are many courts he will whip in places of worship. Now, this is not to sound judgmental, but this is a reality. To cast means to, to forcefully eject and evict. Angrily sending men forth, sending them out. This is the Lord redefining the purpose of his church. The church is not primarily a singing house, though we sing in church. The church is not primarily um, amen tonight. <laughs> but fundamentally, foundationally, the, the, the church is a place of prayer. It says, and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple. These were impostors. The Greek description here defines these people as impostors. Now, who are impostors? People that assume a position that, that they don't have. People that 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 take a um, that, that take a position or that assume other people's responsibility. Just like when Jesus talked about the hireling, the hireling looks like a shepherd. If you look at a hireling from the face, you will never know that he's dangerous because he wears the toga of a shepherd. But it is his intention that defines who he is, not his look, not his nomenclature, not even what he's saying. He can be saying all the right things, but his intention, if he's wrong, is a hireling. And today we know in the world there are many, many people who wear the toga of ministers. But their intention is to fleece the sheep. And they have a long-term goal. And they are not in a hurry. Jesus said, you know, in that verse 12, he said, and he overthrew. Folks, 
this thing we are reading is not, it's not a gentleman's thing. One man, now, Bible didn't say that the disciples or the disciples accompany him or they helped him. No, he was doing it alone. Historically, the dimension of that temple from where he was to the end of it was not a short distance. And for tables to be everywhere and one man upturning all the tables from beginning to the end. will tell you the, the gravity of the infringement that man has brought into the temple of God. Remember from the beginning, it says, my house, I will put my name in this house. But everyone that calls on my name in this house will be blessed. Unfortunately, Satan has succeeded in penetrating through this very house. Because this house is not to be kept by angels, it's to be kept by man. And whatever man will permit is a degree to what God not now allows, but sometimes man limits the involvement of God in his affairs. If we choose not to follow God in church, God will have no nothing to do. He, he, he will leave us to ourselves. And when we continue so long in that we think is right, no wonder Christ always says, says, you have been led astray by the tradition of your fathers. So we must be careful of tradition. Most of the things done today in church is based on, now what is tradition? It's not Habalis. It's, it's what, what has been passed down as, as what is right. And because it's passed down from the fathers, sometimes we take everything hook, line, and sinker. Now, good things could be passed down from fathers. But everything passed down must be filtered, must be seen and examined from the perspective of the extant word of God. You know, sometimes I listen to Sometimes to Nigerian commentators, they will tell you that according to the 1999 constitution as amended, that word as amended means that is the latest amendment made to that law. So in the, the, the constitution of 1999, in January, will not hold the same water if by December it's been amended. It is a, is a, is a virtual amend, uh, that has been amended that is extant. The only place we take our 
our points from you know if you are if sometimes if you are if you are if if you are measuring the land there's a starting point our starting point is the word of god the people changing money in this temple where god put his name were the priests the jews and guess what at this time this tradition had been existing for over a thousand years and it has become like true so when jesus came to oppose it he was he was like or they were like who do you think you are what do you think you are doing are you trying to say that what our fathers have taught us was not right are you trying to say that we cannot we cannot change money in this temple when 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 our fathers changed money all to, in the last 1000 years money has been been changed in this temple so when we come to church now and pray for 4 hours you know to be strange to you you're wondering that's not how church is okay <laughs> now imagine we do a service of 45 minutes or 1 hour service because we have four services. In fact, today in our generation, people see services that run four services, you know, of 30 minutes word, two minutes prayer, 30 minutes praise worship as the standard. In fact, they see those churches as very successful. Wow. They have three services. You know, <laughs> And, and, and yeah because because that's what we have defined as success in ministry that's what has been handed down so anything contrary to that will meet a brick wall in john chapter 4 jesus met a woman at the well you know the reason i'm saying this because we'll pray oh we pray the word of God. And this kind of prayer we are praying is only a prayer that as we are praying, you'll be listening to the next. In Jesus' name we pray. If you're not coming on time, you start getting with it. Ah, well, why are we not saying Jesus' name now? I'm preparing your heart. You know, some prayers before the prayer point or the prayer, the prayer request is raised. They've rang bell. Amen. We'll pray. He says, give me to drink water. He says, how can you, a Jew, ask me, it's my turn, to, to give her a drink? And we know the story. And the next she said that, are you greater than our father Jacob that drank from this well and fed his animals from this well? Now you see how people point to fathers. Fathers are good. But there's nothing the fathers will do that can be stronger than the extant word. And any father that pattern his life according to the extant word is what emulated. It's what following. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Jesus took weep. 
And sometimes I ask myself, if Jesus were to assess us as a church, will he weep us? You know, in the book of Revelation, Jesus began to access churches and, and give them their scorecard. That means every church will be scored. In fact, every church is being scored as we speak. Now, I know that when I say every church, you know, it's far. Some people are saying, thank God, it's, it's, it's not me alone, it's every church. But hold on. Jesus said, destroy this temple. And in three days, I will raise it up. I will build it again. And in their, in their human mind, they got angry. It took us 40 and 6 years to build this temple. How do you say, break it down, and in three days, you will raise it up? How? And when they asked him, he said, the temple is referring to, it's not the physical temple. Because a time will come when the attention of God will shift from that temple to another kind of temple. Amen. In Matthew 27 from verse 51 down was when Jesus said it was finished, the Bible says the curtain of the temple was turned from top to bottom and the holy of holies became exposed. Something shifted. So that place that God says he will put his name, something has shifted. Listen, everybody say with me, say something shifted. Say something moved. When Christ said, it is finished. So, the place that God pledged his name to be. The place that Jesus flogged men out of. On the account of the words of the Father. Now has assumed a new dimension. Before you start pointing to the church at Oba where we meet, the true church now where God has put his name is you and I. So God says, my house, where now is the house of God, you and I shall be called the house of prayer for all nations. No wonder most of the prayers you find in the Bible, majority of the prayers is not for yourself, it's for others. Pray for your enemies. Bless your enemies. Pray always with all prayers and supplication in the spirit and watching them with all participation for all saints. Pray for us. You see that? Paul said, I kept praying for you.
So if there's one expectation of God for your spiritual life is to make that temple which you are the place of prayer for all nations. I exhort that first of all, prayers, supplications, in the same with thanksgiving, be made for, for, for you, no, for all men, for kings. You see that? He has a prayer for all nations. I'm, I'm trying to build a foundation. He said in Matthew chapter number 6, verse 32, he says, Seek ye first God's kingdom and its righteousness, the things of God, and these things will be added. Give God his own. He also will be added. So if Jesus said, the primary assignment of the church is prayer, then we must pray. We must pray until the Lord is satisfied. You know, when I was growing up, I used to hear this word, we'll pray and pray through. That means we'll pray until we've, we, we perceive it's done. Hallelujah. I'm preparing our hearts. So we will come to the place of prayer, we come with the right mind and we come with the right understanding. Because we will not be in a hurry. This is the only way Satan is disarmed. Legally. Praying according to the will of God is how Satan is legally disarmed. So when you hear this, it is not for us to point a finger at the building. And that's the church. That's the body of Christ. No. He says, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God? Let's turn there tonight. First, 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 first Corinthians 3. Let's turn there about tonight. First Corinthians 3. And then we're going to read a few purposes tonight and then we're going to close. First Corinthians 3. We'll read verse 16. Um, I wish you can see that scripture in the Amplified if I can see it on the on the group. Thank you for, for the postings. You are doing very well. God bless you. You are you are apt. All right. Is that the Amplified? Okay, it sounds, it looks similar to the KJV, but it's fine. Now, let's, let's, let's hold on a little bit and, and look at this again. It says, okay, Amplified says this, I love it, puts it. Do you not know? Now, hold on. Don't let's jump this. King James says, know ye not. Now, 
That means it is possible for you to be something and you don't know it. He said, a king that is in honor and does not know it is not different from a beast that will perish. Now, God is asking us a question. Know ye not. That means in Christ Jesus now, this is who we are. Do you not know and understand that you, the church, you, the church, are the temple of God and the spirit of God dwells permanently in you, collectively and individually. So that temple in the Old Testament and that Jesus referred to is now us. No wonder God has given us his name. He says he has given us a name above. He says, I will put my name. Now, that putting of the name is a name we have inherited. He says, he says, and I will give him a name above every other name. That at the mention of the name of Jesus, every name will bow. We have the name. Whatsoever thing he asked the father in my name, I will, he said, I will put my name in this house. Now he said, now, because now you are now the temple, I'm giving you my name. And we just take a few minutes tonight and just pray and just pray in the spirit. Let us pray in the spirit. Let's pray in the spirit. Mandegadi, he says, he that speaks in unknown tongues speaks not unto men, but unto God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaketh. He that speaketh, so you can speak. Amen. And, 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 and he that prays in the unknown tongue, he says, he says, he says if I pray in unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth. So you can pray. You can pray tonight. Wait, let's take a while. Let's just take a while and pray tonight. Just a few minutes. Hallelujah. Glegoska, Pranda, Desta, Frekatoza, Tamba, Dita. Bragoska Franda Gishka Tali Granda Disata. Yeah, Manga Diso Fronda Kate. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Marando Sete Blackisto Baya. Zika. Because because this temple is a temple of prayer. Mambreke Soto Brekede. Because you, you are doing exactly what you are designed for right now. You are doing exactly what you are designed for. This is what God designed you to be. A place of prayer, a temple of prayer, a, 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 a habitation of prayer by the Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So you see that every time you don't pray, you are underutilizing. the design of God in your life. 
It means every true believer must rejoice and long for prayers. Okay. I wanted us to read some things tonight in Second Chronicles 7, but let's leave that. We may come there later on. We have a few more minutes tonight. If there's one, if there's one, one force, one power you have is in prayer. And there's one thing also I know that most times enemy forces will always do everything to weaken the strength or distract the, the, the opposing army from its potential so that they don't have the capacity to attack or to advance. You are you are you are you are a prayer away from victory. You are a prayer away from direction. You are just a prayer away. Prayer by the word. We are we are just prayer uh, prayer away from from entering the fullness of God. And it's a, it's, it, it is as simple as that, yet not simple. Because once you press into obedience, things give way. Okay. Acts chapter 1. Acts 1. We'll just take a few short tonight and then I'll close. Acts 1. Let's read. Verses 12 to 14. Acts 1. Let me read from, from King James. It's okay. Then returned they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey. And when they were come in, they went up into an upper room where abode both Peter and James and John and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon, the Zelotes, and Judas, the brother of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. Immediately they came back from seeing the Lord Jesus ascended on high. They came back praying. From the very word go, the first thing they did was prayer. 
because it's the foundation to true spirituality. And they were praying according to the words of Jesus, saying, Tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. So it means the way power is released is by prayer. You know, when he told them to tarry, he didn't say they should go and sit down idle. They understood what that word tarry means. It means go and stay together praying. Wow. I believe that the secret of power, godly one, is praying in obedience to the word of God. They prayed. And I mentioned the names of those that prayed. Male and female, men and women, all prayed. Uh, this, this one is a good tradition because it aligns with God's word. If we pick a tradition from this, we won't be wrong. Because it's not how man feels. It is not, it's, it's not what, what man concocted. Is the extant word of God without amen amendment. Acts 2, verse 1. Acts 2, verse 1. Now, before we ask you verse 1, you see that nobody forced them. They all went, as, as they came back, they all went to the room straight. I'm looking forward to a day where as we are coming to church, you are, you, are, you, are, you are just coming to pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay, let's true. Verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. What were they doing in one accord? Praying. They were still in that same room. That means, and from the day of his ascension to the day of Pentecost was at, uh, 50 days, but at least for like 10 days they saw him. So it took like 40 days. We were praying. Were they eating? Of course, they will go and come back. I don't know if they were there, they didn't eat. But somehow, they were in that same place praying, waiting and tarrying. Tarrying before the Lord in prayer becomes easier when we know what the tarrying we produce. Tarrying before the Lord becomes easier when we know what the tarrying will produce. In Acts 2, as a consequence of their praying, the day of Pentecost came. The day of Pentecost made them praying. And that was why it was easy for them to enter into the Pentecost. There are great depths we can enter into. I repeat, church. 
When I say church, I mean you and I. You know, collectively and individually, there are some great depths we can't enter into until we pray. Tonight, I feel in my spirit, the Lord is giving somebody a song about prayer. I can, I can, I can, I can, I can literally hear the song in my spirit. The Lord is giving somebody a song about prayer tonight. You might be inclined to singing, you might not be inclined to singing, but if it's coming to you, write it down. If you know how to sing, write it, sing it. If, if you don't know how to sing, but you, 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 you are, you're just hearing some, some string words in your spirit and it, it's, about, it's about praying, write it down. Write the words down. Now, for you, it might be a word, but those who sing, it might be lyrics. It's okay, but write it down. The Lord is giving somebody is a word, a song of prayer right now, right now. Thank you, Father. Lift your hands, everybody, and give him praise tonight. Let's give God praise. Let's give him praise in the place of prayer. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Amen. And 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 if, if you can go a step further, you can ask the Lord to, you know, if if the person if the person is not inclined to sing, you you you, you, you can ask the Lord to 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 sing the song for you. And 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 you you get that 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 lyrics being sung to you. It will become a song. You will hear it in your dream. Or so, someone will hum something around you that will that 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 lyrics will fit into. Our time is almost up tonight. Acts thirteen, maybe maybe two or three more scriptures, and then we'll close tonight. Acts thirteen. We are just building up on praying. All right, just just just, just keep following in your heart. And and uh, and I will expect you tonight after this prayer, after this 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 Bible study, pray for five minutes, five minutes, five minutes. That's not too much. Five minutes. Build something up. Build something up. Acts thirteen from verse one. Now they were in the church that was at Antioch, certain prophets and teachers. As Barnabas and Simeon, that was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene and Manian, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. Verse 2 As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereto I have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed, and laid hands on them, they sent them away. See the church custom. What does it mean to minister to the Lord? It simply means to just tarry in His presence and just worship. Such meetings are not meetings where, you, where we come. No, we come to, to, to minister to God. Wow. 
I feel we should have a meeting. We'll just come and just be to the Lord. Anyway, we're already doing that. In such meetings where the Lord is at the center, he will always speak. Things get clearer. And for you as an individual, you need not wait for such for you can you can you can you can you can you can do this as an individual ministering to the Lord, just singing alone, blessing him, telling him who he is, reading the word of the Lord, staying on God's word, meditating on God's word, praying in tongues, blessing God. Singing psalms and hymns, making melody in your heart to the Lord, ministering to the Lord, the Holy Ghost will always speak. So, if someone says, I have not had the Lord, you have not yet ministered to Him. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Acts 16, Acts 16. About to close tonight, Acts 16, verse 13. Acts 16, 13. And on the Sabbath, we went out of the city by riverside, where prayer was wont to be made, and we sat down and spoke unto the women which resided hither. Now, there's a custom of praying. And Paul spotted these women or these believers that comes to, to this open area by, by, the, by, by, by the flowing river. You know, because in those days, it's not, it's, not, it's not easy to meet. So sometimes people meet in desert. Sometimes they meet, they, they, they just agree at a place to meet. And the purpose of the meeting is to pray. Prayer is to be made. Oh, that God will raise women that will be at prayer meetings before others will come. And they will be interceding, they will be supplicating, because it's only such women that can receive their dead back to life. Because that's where faith is built, in the place of prayer. By faith, many women receive their dead back to life. Women, 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 women receiving their dead back to life, receiving wayward children back to life, receiving those who have been condemned to hell back to life, receiving those Satan has, has finished back to life, receiving those that, 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 that drugs that, 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 that Satan has condemned, that, that the flesh has destroyed back to life in the place of prayer. Women receiving the dead back to life. I'm saying many things at the same time. But I'm stirring our hearts to pray. Preparing us for advancement. We are, we are, we are at the stage, we are setting for the battle before we launch. Tonight, lastly, Acts 16. I'll read from verse 16 to 34, but it will be a long read. Well, let me read two verses because of time. Verses 24 and 25. 
and at midnight. No, there was an occasion that Jesus prayed all night. Ah, prayer. All night. Our Lord prayed all night for the ministry, for his life. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the praises had them. And the attendant result was what we heard, or what we know. But this, they, 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 they prayed and sang praises. Do you notice the first thing they did? They prayed. It is a, it is a prayer that sanctified the praise. Let me give you one more scripture. Acts six. Notice the first course, or notice the order, or the method. The method is prayer first. You know, this scripture, if you, if, if you, have, you think that they sang and prayed, no, it's, it's a different thing. To sing and pray is different from to pray and sing. The first is important. Acts 6. Acts 6, verse 4. Verse 4 says, But we would give ourselves continually to prayer. You see? First. To prayer and the ministry of the word. Prayer. Wow. Our time is up tonight. Have I studied you tonight to see and desire to pray? Have you been stirred tonight? Are you are you setting the stage of prayer? Are you are you putting the cords? Are you lengthening the sticks? Are you are you are you gearing up for something? My house shall be called the house of prayer. And now you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Place of prayer. John 15, verse 7. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask whatever you will, shall be done unto you. What things have I, therefore you desire when you pray? Believe you shall have them and they shall be yours. If anyone shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, I will not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatever thing he saith. Ponder on these words. Let it get into your spirit. Soak it in. And challenge yourself that this is who I am, this is what I ought to do, and this is what differentiates the church from the world. Prayer. Father, 
expand this truth in our spirits. Make it a reality. Make it real to us. Make it true to us, oh God. We conquer. We are victorious. By prayer. The spirit of grace and supplication is stirred up in us. And we take every territory, every inch for the Lord by prayer. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Tonight, take five minutes from now. This is 9.03 or 9.04. Take the next five minutes and by 9.10 or thereabout, you can, you can quit. Just pray in the Spirit. Just pray in tongues. That's who you are. Hallelujah. Just, 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 just bless the Lord. Minister to God. Thank you, Lord. God bless you. See you again in the next class. I wish the next class could be tomorrow. So we'll meet every day. But our next class will be Thursday, I mean Tuesday. We're meeting for general church prayer on Saturday. Don't miss it. God bless you. In Jesus' name.